0: A quick note before you dive into today's episode, while I will always be an advocate for multi-passionates embracing their talents as a gift, not a burden, I have decided that I'm no longer going to run a business with that as the goal. Please note that as you listen to any episodes, any of the offers that I have expressed, especially my coaching program, which I've talked about in many episodes, those are no longer relevant as my business is closing. If you'd like to stay connected, come and find me on LinkedIn. The link will be added across the show notes in all episodes. Be well. I recently published a full case study recapping my year off of social media and how it impacted my life and business. But there is something that did not make it into the case study. And as I was thinking about it, I was like, why did I leave that out? I probably should have included it. So I'm here with yet another bonus episode for you. It's going to be short and sweet, and I'm going to reveal three unexpected things that I learned about myself from being off of social media. If you haven't heard the full case study yet, and especially if you're someone who has been thinking about leaving social media, tinkering with the idea, my case study will give you a lot to consider, so go back and check that out in the previous episode. But for now, here are three unexpected things That I learned about myself. The first unexpected thing that I learned about myself from being off of social media is that I'm a much more private person than I realized. I don't care about sharing intimate details of my day with my community and my audience and my clients. I don't feel this need to have like a lifestyle brand, I guess would be kind of how I would put it. I don't feel like you need to see my ice matcha or my son, you know, what he's doing every day. In order for me to connect with you, I would rather connect with you by being honest about why I care about the people that I work with, multi passionate creatives, and sharing how I help the exact work that I do. And not having my personal life on display, what I've realized, which I did not expect to realize, but it's really helped me to hone in on the work I'm doing with my clients, refining my signature methods and frameworks, and focusing on the big picture goals of my life and my business. It's easier for me to do these things if I don't feel the constant pressure of also sharing my personal life online for everyone to see because I'm more private. I would like to keep my personal life more personal and let my business and the work that I do speak for itself. So that's something that I realized that I really did not expect. Um, This also is revealed by my choice to not post any photos of my son online. I have no interest in the whole world knowing what my son looks like. Um, He's absolutely adorable. And if you are a close friend of mine, you know, I text people pictures and we have a private app that we share with family and friends, but I've never posted a photo of my son on social media. And that choice, making that choice is also something that helped me to realize, wow, I guess I'm a little bit more of a private person. And I think that's okay. We sort of live in this, society now where it's like, hey, yeah, just put yourself out there. You got to build that no like trust factor and let people see parts of your day and let people see behind the scenes. But also, you don't have to do that. If you're a private person and you'd rather focus on the work that you do and let that be what speaks for itself, that's okay too. So that's something unexpected that I realized. The second unexpected thing that I realized from being off of social media for one year for my first year, because I have no intention of going back, is that I would rather become a better storyteller than a better feed curator. So yes, I am a more private person than I realized, but I do see the benefit in telling personal stories. And this is a skill that I would like to hone via my long-form content, like the emails that I send out to my list, Articles that I publish, blogs, and podcast episodes. We learn through stories. That's a part of being human. And I like to teach through stories, but I don't know that I have intentionally honed that skill, that craft. And being on social media and sharing outtakes of my personal life, quote unquote, on my stories, right? Like, oh, I'm just going to pop on my story and talk. That was actually creating a distraction from the more meaningful goal of becoming a better storyteller so without the veil of a peek into my personal life that social media creates I'm forced to consider what it actually means to connect through storytelling what are the aspects of my personal experience that are meaningful enough to share in a powerful way through story That's something that I'm going to be working on. You'll hopefully start to hear more stories being told here on the podcast. Sign up for my email list if you haven't already. I will link to that in the show notes. I'm going to be telling more stories. That's something that I really want to get better at, but not on social media. The third thing is that I'm not afraid to take the road less traveled, and I'm not afraid of disappointing people. I knew this about myself in theory, I am the girl who will send the meal back at the table if she doesn't like it. I, I can speak up for myself in that way. But leaving social media was a defining moment when it comes to going against the status quo. Something that I say in the full case study is that I remember crying in the shower weeks before my log off date because I felt such a deep sense of relief mixed with overwhelming pride that I was brave enough to choose myself and take such good care of myself. When I left social media, there were a handful of people who were inspired and thought I was so brave. And there were also a few people who expressed that they would miss me um, and, you know, thank me for whatever value I was able to give while I was in that space. But I really didn't feel bad for leaving folks behind And I realized that in general, I'm someone who honors and respects myself and my needs over and above my desire to keep other people comfortable or to conform. Um, So I guess I would also say for this third one, I'm realizing that I have a little bit more of a rebellious spirit than maybe I had given myself credit for in the past. And that might be one of the qualities that made it so easy for me to leave social media and never look back. So Those are the three unexpected things that I learned about myself. The first thing is that I'm a much more private person than I realized. Keeping my private life close to the chest works better for me. It helps me to focus more on my work and who I help. And that's really important because I am running a business here and I'm not really interested in having a lifestyle brand where my life is just out there um, on display. And I think more needs to be said about that. I hope people start talking about that a little bit more. I also realized that being on my stories on social media was taking away from my deeper desire to become a better storyteller. So that's something that I'm going to be working on. And lastly, I'm a bit of a rebel. I don't mind letting people down and I don't mind going against the status quo. I'm okay with rocking the boat a little bit. And I knew that in theory, but it's something different to really see myself act on that and move in that way so those are the three things now definitely if you have not already go and listen to the full case study because I go into way more detail about why I left social media the exact steps that I took to get myself and my business off of Instagram which was the platform that I was on I also share how it impacted me personally how it impacted me business-wise And then I give my top tips for you if you would like to also plan your escape from social media. All right. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you back here when season four of the Multipassionate Mastery Podcast returns.